So the bottom line is that the quieter the food, the healthier it is. Healthy food doesn't need labels, claims, or advertisements. And a diet rich in plants helps lead to a healthy body that is thriving and able to fight off disease, sickness, and inflammation, which is what we want. We want to be able to have strong, healthy bodies. And it really comes down to just those day-to-day decisions. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Well, hello, my friends. Happy Wellness Wednesday. Today is part four in our COVID wellness series focused on keeping our immune system strong. And I'm really excited about today's topic because it's such a powerful piece of keeping your immune system strong. And it can be really simple. And I'm going to explain it in a really simple way that will hopefully help you feeling super empowered and like, oh, I can do this. So So far in this series, we have talked about what eating real food and eating the rainbow mean. We've reflected on your individual needs as it relates to food and the importance of getting back to basics, which means eating more fruits and vegetables with every meal and just starting to create that habit. We also chose one area to improve your nutrition and we tracked one of those areas for five days. You could have chosen breakfast, lunch, or dinner or snacks and just kind of talked about how that particular food made you feel. So I'm really curious if you did the reflection questions from last Wellness Wednesday. And if you did, hop on over to my inbox and let's chat about it. Like seriously, I want to know what you learned about yourself, what your plan is moving forward, and how I can help you in the area of health. It really does start with that reflection because you can't go in blind on a health journey like we tend to do. You have to think long-term. I also want to know if you were successful in adding more fruits and vegetables to all your meals and how it went with tracking your one area of nutrition that you wanted to improve. So today we are going to finish the topic of food in this series, specifically talking about how to read labels and sugar, because this is a crucial piece of keeping a strong immune system. So let's jump right into labels. So first of all, There are people whose literal job is to understand how and why people buy certain foods. That, combined with intense marketing of food, is where it gets hard to know what is healthy and what isn't. It's all trickery. (laughs) They can make tricky claims on labels that don't even have to be true, such as naturally flavored, good source of vitamins, 20% of your daily vegetables made with whole grains. Those are things that you see on labels, right? And there are so many claims on labels, and I will tell you, the louder the food, the more you have to be careful. 
So the claims, along with how colorful it is, and things like cereal, for example, they have games on the back, um, free movie tickets if you buy this box, they have the holiday edition. All of that is trying to grab your attention, and if your kids are with you, of course, that is speaking right to them because it is colorful and fun. So here is your label reading 101. There are two parts to a label. We have the nutrition facts and the list of ingredients. You're going to start at the bottom and look at the ingredients first, which is not something people normally do. This is so important. You're going to want to try to stay at five ingredients or less. And the rule here is if you don't know what it is, don't eat it because unknown ingredients are toxic. They cause inflammation and inflammation is the root of disease. So we need to know what the ingredients are. They also often change the name of products because consumers get smarter and stop buying those toxic ingredients once they know, and they're allowed to change the name of things. So you've got to be really aware of that, and that's why it's just such a good rule that if you don't know what it is, do not buy it. And it just keeps it really simple so you don't have to keep up on what are all of these different categories. So if it passes the ingredient test, five or less, and you know what everything is, move on to the nutrition facts if you want. Now this part isn't as important, honestly. I don't actually usually look at nutrition facts very often because if I already know everything I'm eating from the ingredients, I'm not worried about things like carbs because if there are carbs, they're likely good carbs, etc. But if you are going to look here, look at serving size first. This is where else they get you. It might say the serving size is one cup of cereal or one Pop-Tart or one Pop-Tart or half a bottle of soda. So then you have to double everything. That's where you look first because if you aren't aware and you think that those nutrition facts are for the entire bottle of soda, but it's only half, then you're literally going to consume twice as many calories, carbs, sugars, etc. than you plan to. So that is one tricky way that they get you thinking that you're consuming less because you have to double it or triple it even. Chips, they say like 15 chips and most people eat more than 15 chips. So there's one trick for you. And then you're going to want to look at saturated fats and trans fats. This is another reason that they reduce serving size to reduce the percentages of those things, right? So there are so many hidden ingredients in food. That is just how to read the label. But now let's talk about sugar. Most of these things that are added, the hidden ingredients are chemicals that were made in a lab and they do not belong in our body. And sugar Um, There's the natural sugar, but then they also hide sugar in many other ways. And sugar is hidden in everything. And it absolutely crashes your immune system. So less sugar is non-negotiable. You absolutely have to be aware of how much sugar you're consuming. It is the biggest driver of weight gain, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, obesity, belly fat, and it drives inflammation. And as I said before, inflammation is the root of disease. So 40% of kids are overweight and sugar is linked to behavior issues. So that is a big problem for us. Now with the claims, if they're bragging about what they took out, you have to be careful about what they might have put back in in place of it. And there are really four big categories that you want to avoid 
on your journey to kind of understanding more about what you're consuming and what's on the label. So the first is artificial sweeteners. And the sole purpose of artificial sweeteners is to make food sweeter without calories from sugar. So it's replacing the sugar, but it is actually 180 times sweeter than sugar. So artificial sweeteners are 180 times sweeter than sugar, so it's actually going to make you crave more sugar. And side effects of this are migraines, depression, insomnia, and these things are hidden in soda, Gatorades, yogurt, dressing, sauces. Like I said, like there's some kind of sugar or sweetener hidden in everything. This is things like Sweet and Low, Splenda, those are artificial sweeteners. Um, they are, it's called aspartame or sucralose. So another one, the second one, is refined sugar. And the average American consumes a half a cup of sugar a day. And even if you don't think you're eating sugar, like I said, it's hiding. And it raises our insulin and blood sugar levels, which contributes to diabetes, cardiovascular disease, obesity, migraines, and Refined sugar are in things like granola bars, snack bars, flavored chips, packaged cookies, baked goods, applesauce, peanut butter. Things are hidden in layers. That's the other thing is they're going to put different types of sugar into things so you don't understand that all of these are sugar. And so anything that ends in os is sugar. So we have fructose, dextrose, sucrose, right? And high fructose corn syrup. That one is a no-no. High fructose corn syrup is concentrated sweetener that is made from genetically modified corn, and it's very taxing for the li- for the liver to process. So high fructose corn syrup is an absolute no-no, and I hope that is something you can take with you as you start on your journey to looking at your labels. All right, the third one is artificial colors, and these are not colors you find in nature. These are like red dye number five and these are in popsicles yogurts jello cereal fruit juice cheese anything that they want to make colorful and this causes the hyperactivity issues the add the adhd the learning disorders the vision problems and the fourth one that is a really big category that you want to stay away from is the partially hydrogenated vegetable oils. And this was created basically for food to have a longer shelf life. It's a trans fat. So it is linked to heart disease, breast cancer, colon cancer, and elevated cholesterol, of course. And these are in things like um, pancake mix, cake mix, cake frosting, frozen dinners, popcorn, crackers, peanut butter, anything that they want to be able to sit on a shelf and last for a long time. So the deal is that there are just so many unnecessary added ingredients and you can find alternatives that don't have all of those extra things in them. You just have to be aware and be a smart, savvy shopper. So now hopefully you can go and realize that, oh, here's these two options and I can choose the one that has real ingredients that I know. One of my favorite examples is peanut butter. The only ingredients should be peanuts and maybe sea salt, like the one I buy is peanuts and sea salt. That is it. And if you look maybe at your house today, if you have peanut butter, there are some with high fructose corn syrup and all of these extra added things that are just not necessary. You can find better options anywhere and they aren't more expensive. So there's really no excuse to not learn about the alternatives that you can find that can help serve your health and your family's health better. 
So the bottom line is that the quieter the food, the healthier it is. Healthy food doesn't need labels, claims, or advertisements. And a diet rich in plants helps lead to a healthy body that is thriving and able to fight off disease, sickness, and inflammation, which is what we want. We want to be able to have strong, healthy bodies. And it really comes down to just those day-to-day decisions that you can make better decisions. And I'm so happy that you were listening to this today. I hope it was super helpful. And over the next week, I will actually start posting easy swaps that you can make. I'll post on Instagram and Facebook so you can look out for those. And I'll just post two different, uh, two of the same, you know, like two peanut butters. But here's the one that you would want to pick over this one. So I'll just do that. I think it'll be super helpful. There's actually several um, Instagram pages that you can follow and they help you do that as well. So I will tag them on my Instagram. So your challenge this week is just to start paying attention to the ingredients in your food. Look at the sugar content, look at the ingredients and make simple swaps. And if you have questions, I am so happy to help you just send me a message. So I'm really excited for this piece, the food piece of this series to end. And next week we'll start on another piece that has to do with our immune system. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for everyone who is listening to this podcast. I pray that it serves them and that they learn something that can help them on their health journey, that can help them stay healthy and strong so that they can live beautiful lives where they are engaged with their family and they aren't held back by any health problems. Lord, I pray over any health problems that anybody is having, that they are able to overcome them and strengthen their body, Lord, physically. And Lord, I pray for their spiritual health as well. I pray that they would lean into you and um, just trust you with all aspects of their life, Lord. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to share. Thank you for blessing each and every one of us. And Lord, protect us as we go about the week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friend, if you loved today's episode or connected with something you heard, it would mean so much if you would take a quick minute and leave me a review and share this podcast so other women can be encouraged along with us and join our sisterhood. If you haven't yet, please join our Wellness in the Word community on Facebook, where we are learning the Bible together, praying for each other, and created new friendships rooted in Christ. I would also love to hear from you, so find me on Facebook and Instagram under Ryan Channel.